and good day, eh? My name is Pamela. And I'm Tim. And we're from supergoodcamping.com. We're here because we wanted to educate and inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today, we wanted to talk about a couple of things. Camping chairs, we are going to use something to sit on, and also our camping trip to Killarney Provincial Park. So, Tim, I'll turn it over to you as far as discussing chairs. Okay, so there's any number of types of chairs. You can go from uh, teeny teeny backcountry camping chairs, which are itty-bitty and weigh nothing, uh, and they're just essentially fabric stools. Like a tripod type thing. Exactly, yep. I certainly do the trick when you're uh, in the middle of nowhere. But when you're front country camping, you can afford a little bit of luxury because you can lug more crap with you. Pamela and I both have pretty wicked Eureka chairs. It's like... The dad chair? <laughs> yeah, there's a term for The that, lazy though. boy? That's it. It's like a camping lazy boy. But they don't recline. They don't recline. They're big. They're well padded. They've got great arms on them. Again, well padded. You know, a nice little drink holder and book holder on the side of them. They're low to the ground, so it's good and easy to get out of them. That sort of deal. Tim's um, is a bit higher than mine, so we call his the throne. Yes, there you go. The kids have... Outbound. Outbound chairs. That's it. Uh, again, crappy tire. And I have to apologize for calling Canadian tire crappy tire, but Jen Grant uses it as a lyric in one of her songs, so I'm totally vindicated. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a terrible habit I picked up from an uncle when I was considerably shorter than I am now. Is a Canadianism. I don't. I don't mean it in a. I honestly, I don't mean it in a negative way. It's just that's the name that comes to Canadian. I see the Canadian Tire Triangle and Crappy Tire is the name that pops into my head. We do buy plenty of stuff from Canadian Tire, so there you go. I shop there plenty. We have Canadian Tire dollars too saved up. We do. So that's I, our retirement fund. I got a buck sixty-five. I'm good. For, <laughs> I'm set for a ton. If Tim Horton starts taking them, oh my god. Kids have uh, they're lighter duty chair than our Eurekas, but our Eurekas are, they've got to be coming up on nine years old now. I'd say eight or nine, yeah. Yeah, they're still the bomb. They're still awesome. No no problems with them at all. The kids keep growing, so that's the only reason we've had to replace their chairs with the uh, the newer ones from Canadian Tire. The little tiny Hot Wheels one doesn't work does, for them anymore. It doesn't work anymore. You can get one butt cheek in there. And yeah, they fold up. They're nice and light. Ours are definitely fold up a little larger. They come with their own carry bag with like shoulder straps because they weigh a ton and stuff comparatively. You kind of can't go wrong. It's one of those things where for sure the more money you spend, chances are the better the product is. Uh, I know when I researched the Eurekas, I want to say it was Europe bound that I bought them from, uh, which I'm not even positive it still exists, but they were taking a shot at being competitive with not quite to the level of a mountain equipment, but not miles off. Certainly between a Canadian Tire and a mountain equipment co-op. And I looked around and they were definitely the best chairs that I could find that did all the things that, that I wanted them to do. To, to be able to fold up, to be able to stash away, that sort of jazz. Have some carrying capability. Because I always take the Kobo with me or, or whatever book. You know, in your bottle of water or, or later on your glass of wine. It's just nice to have all that stuff with you. Flashlight in there for when you're not paying attention and it's dark. It's like, ah, right? Yeah, the wires off the tent. They're a tripping hazard. <laughs> yes, they are. We should bring that up at some points. You're going to be face down going, what the heck was that? <laughs> Although they do have reflective lines that you can get through tents now. So 
Just saying. And that's it for camping chairs. And we'll come back to that maybe at the end if we need to. The other topic we want to talk about was Killarney Provincial Park, which was a really amazing experience. So I'll just turn it over to Tim as well for his <laughs> thoughts about Killarney. Okay. A bit of backstory. Thomas and I went and did a backcountry trip in Killarney, man, almost exactly a month before we did our uh, front country Killarney trip. So we are, we're a little, we were fairly familiar with the, certainly with the area and it's very much a different type of land. We're often used to camping in a Muskoka-ish, you know, southern central Ontario kind of thing, where you're looking at gray and pink granite, windswept pine trees, that kind of a deal. This is more dense foliage and it's uh, white quartz hills you go wow i've never seen any and it is it's very very unique it's there's i certainly have never seen anything like it before it's quite cool so front country which is george lake i think was the the campground that we're in this was this past summer uh, 2020 so early ish in the whole covid nightmare very strange experience but certainly pulling up to the gatehouse the front office and you know standing six feet apart it's a decent sized office and i think there were two or three people behind the counters, including one of the counters is the Friends of Killarney. The other is the park itself. And then I would say there's four, maybe five people in the office customer-wise. And yeah, it's six, six feet apart and follow the arrows and all of that deal. The very first time in all my years of camping that we didn't come out of there with a park newspaper or map or whatever that the park hands out all the time. They were out of them, which is a nod to just how many people were camping this past summer. It was crazy. Everything was booked everywhere. I mean, thank goodness I book things five months on the nose out. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten anything. I mean, some people got lucky, apparently, by literally looking the weekend before and finding cancellations. But as far as any planned camping, not a chance. Not, not not in 2020, and I bet you 2021 is going to be the same way. Very cool campground. Our campsite was quite close to the lake, which was awesome. We could walk just a very short stretch and be right at the lake. And we had this little tiny beach area, too, that was right behind our campsite that we, we would be able to go down. We could go swimming in there. The dog could come in the water with us there. It wasn't the main beach, but it was our little own our own little tiny beach. And then also standing on that lake looking out was just a gorgeous view of the of the granite rocks that Tim described. And at the last, I think it was the last day or the day before the last day, Brandon and I went for a little hike around the lake and there was a rock outcropping that we dubbed it the dolphin's nose because it looked very much like a dolphin's nose and he actually hiked up to the top of that and had a spectacular view from the top of it and then it was just a kind of a cool little hike that seemed like our own little private exploration and the dog loved it too because he could come with us then we actually hiked the crack yep which has been a bucket list item for so many years but this being the first year i got to Clarny, we actually thomas and i had it slated in to do in our backcountry and uh, we'll get to that at some point the portages were pretty strenuous they were brutal so we got looking at what we were going to have to go through to get into just the bottom of the hike up to the crack and opted out of it, knowing that we were coming back, or at least this time we unfortunately only did three of us to do the front country. So Thomas hasn't done the crack. I'll take him again at some point, I'm sure. Very cool. I want to say it's rated about a four hour, four and a half hour from the parking lot to the top of the crack, hang out for 15 and, and back. We did it in three and change. I want to say 320, three and a half maybe without any 
he's sort of a taskmaster, Tim, going, go, go, go. I thought it was a fairly reasonable pace that we took. Very sweaty, very boots all full of squelchy sweat running down your legs. But very cool. Not as hard as I thought it would be. We did get up to the very last bit, the actual, the crack that it references, which is is this giant crack in the, in the in the side of the mountain full of boulders and stuff. It's quite a deal. You need all four of your appendages to make it up through there. And unfortunately, our puppy dog, Farley, wouldn't have been able to make it. We would, literally would have had to carry him, and he's not a big fan of that. So I am the only one that ended up doing the, the final bit, uh, which is a fairly short, although difficult, scramble up through that crack. And then, poof, you're on top of the world. You can see just everywhere it's spectacular i feel very bad that i was the only one that went up there but i'm also very glad that i didn't go up there way cool even (laughs) there were some little kids and stuff like that i think part of what caused us to use our heads and not try to force our way up with farley was there was another dog that was part way up and i think they were on their way back down and they were kind of stuck he was a much bigger dog and couldn't go anywhere from that yeah, he would would not go down. And they were there for quite a long time trying to persuade him. And then eventually they decided to go back up and see if they could find some other way to try to get back down. It also started to rain around the same time and the rocks became really slippery. Yeah, <laughs> I got up there, started to take pictures and then I lost the wonderful visibility. I was like, oh, come on, man. So I got a couple of decent pictures, but it's spectacular. I, I'm terrified of heights and I still just looking around. I was at a loss for words. I'm still at a loss for words. It was quite a long hike and uh, tiring, but it it was well worthwhile. Oh, yes. We've talked before about uh, making sure you take lots of water. This was was one where we we took, we thought we took lots of water and, and snacks and stuff, and we ran out of water. Between the dog and us, we go through quite a bit. Yeah, and it was. It was very sweaty. It was pretty, pretty darn warm day. And yeah, don't hold me to it. I think it's about two kilometers. Uh, the elevation change is something crazy like that. So, you know, over the course of an hour and a half or so, that's that's a pretty decent amount to be hiking upwards. Yeah, highly recommended. Again, it's such a beautiful place. It's still fairly pristine. And as far as front country stuff goes, I think our site was fairly private. Uh, it was very nice to have that path just literally across the, across the road from us between two other sites and poof, we were at our, our very own private beach. Oh, one other thing that I recall actually from Kalani was there was such a diversity and amazing mushrooms. So uh, yes. I've got this whole series of pictures, which I'll post of all of these amazing mushrooms. So they're all different colors of the rainbow. There were purple ones, there were yellow ones, there were orange ones, there were red ones, there was brown, typical brown ones. Some that look like bagels, some that look like flowers. Like it just there was incredible. So anyways, I will post those pictures. Yeah, and just a couple other quick bits. Much as I'm sure I often enough lament how terrible the park wood is to burn, the pre-cut stuff that they have in bags, the stuff at Killarney burnt quite well. I don't recall having any smoky, can't get it going, can't keep it going issues. So yay for you guys. We also took a couple of trips into the town of Killarney, which is fairly itty bitty. (laughs) Not much to see there. Blink and you miss it, except (laughs) that it's a dead end, so you can't really miss it. But it's nice. It had the standard ice cream place. We did get takeout fish Fish and chips, chips. right? Which was good. It was very good. Somebody, you know, on Google or whatever raved about it. I don't know that I'd rave about it, but I had no complaints having it. Just a cute little town. And then, (laughs) quite possibly the favorite part of my trip, I've heard so many things about Killarney Outfitters. Uh, We stopped there and I picked up all kinds of stuff. 
I picked up one of my favorite shirts that says I paddle because the voices in my head tell me to, which is very appropriate for me. I picked up a bunch of different bottles for carrying things into the backcountry. I got stickers. I love stickers. It was great. It was very, very cool. Yeah, there was a nice little souvenir shop that I went to in Kalani as well, aside from Kalani Outfitters. As we were standing in line at the fish and ship place, my son recognized somebody that he knows from school, which was, I thought, such a very small world because it's man, Clarney is four hours of highway and then another hour from the highway on a they, I think they actually term it as a highway, like an 80 kilometer highway. It's not, it's gravel and construction and potholes. So it's it's a solid hour off the highway to get to Killarney Park. So it's just, it's weird for somebody, somebody that lives that close to us to run into the five hours away. Right. Oh, we took the trip into Sudbury. Well, that's true. We saw the big nickel. We saw the big nickel. The building itself was not open because of COVID. Right. So we couldn't do the touristy thing in Sudbury. But still cool. But nice, we saw the big nickel. Nice drive. I think we ate crappy takeout food there too. <laughs> Always a highlight for the kids. There you go. Yeah, just and- for fun, we thought we'd throw in a dad joke <laughs> so do let us know in the comments afterwards uh, whether this is a feature we should continue with or not my kids would totally vote against this so two windmills are standing next to each other in a field one asks the other what kind of music do you like the other replies well i am a big metal fan but <laughs> Uh, that's it for us for today. I hope you enjoyed the joke. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, we would love to hear from you. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's hi at supergoodcamping.com. And have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.